Hallelujah. He's so amazing. The Bible says in Lamentations 3 and 21 that his mercies are new every morning. He's faithful and true. He gives us grace for every assignment. Good morning, so Mechanics. Will, how you doing this morning? Leader, God gives yeah. you grace for you. He gives you specific Don Curtis. grace for every assignment. Another day the Lord has made for you and for me to rejoice in, to be exceedingly glad. Praise the name and of we Jesus. We just give God thanks and praise for another day. Yes, it's amazing. Another amazing day for you and for me. College Park, Maryland. Good morning, San Jose, California. Yes, Washington, D.C. Good morning to you. Indianapolis, Indiana. Yes, good morning to you. London, England. And thank all the United Kingdom. We just give God thanks and praise for you this morning. Yes, the nation of France. Yes, Italy, India. We just give God thanks and praise for you guys this morning. Law, Maryland. Graysonville, Maryland. Yes. Silver Spring, Maryland. Good morning to you. Amazing. Florida, good morning to you. Jacksonville, Florida, good morning to you. Redmond, Washington, good morning to you. Everybody sing steadfast. Waldorf, Maryland, good morning to you. Upper Marlboro, Maryland. La Plata, Lexington Park, yes, we just give God thanks and praise for you guys this morning. What a great day God has made for you and for me. Let's rejoice and be exceedingly glad in it. Let's just do it all day long, yes. He's amazing, come on. Hallelujah. for us. I see your face. Oh. 
Amazing, it's amazing this day. Yes, it is. Hallelujah. Anybody know who he is tonight? Amazing. Come on, declare in the name of Jesus. You're amazing, God. Hallelujah. He's amazing. Yes, he is. Amazing. Tell somebody, the word of the Lord says we overcome by our testimony. Tell somebody, my God is amazing. He's strong and mighty. He's faithful and true. amazing yes this amazing good news this amazing gospel yes this is an amazing thing that god has declared uh concerning you and me and you know something that we've been uh, for several days in fact weeks and whatnot looking at uh colossians chapter one and chapter two and just being amazed by all of what is on the inside of that and i tell you we just give god thanks for this great day he has made for us, and I tell you, it's an amazing. It, it is amazing. It is amazing. It is amazing. I hope you have uh, taken some time to just think about this amazing gospel that uh, God has declared concerning you and me. I hope you have uh, really began to understand more and more just how amazing Jesus Christ is and what he has accomplished for you and for me. And it's an amazing mystery. Yeah, Christ in you. Isn't that amazing, Jesus Christ living on the inside of you? Isn't it amazing that God has made it possible for the same spirit, the very spirit of Jesus Christ himself, uh, to be resident on the inside of you and on the inside of me? And the Apostle Paul, in fact, God knew that the only way he could really hmm, equip us in such a way that we could live godly that we couldn't in fact be like him and made in his image and his likeness for you and I to actually live that out was to do this amazing thing for you and for me yes mm -hmm. to give to you and to me the spirit of his son Jesus Christ himself uh, crying out Abba father yes just radically changing uh, our relationship with God, J just radically doing it and doing it in such a way that that is something is not something that you and I kind of grow into and learn, so to speak, but rather the spirit of Christ, the spirit of his son, his only begotten son, the spirit of what that is and what that is like. 
uh, to be resident, to be living on the inside of you and on the inside of me so that we no longer uh, rest on our ability to be able to comprehend and understand uh, what God has done for us and to begin to see him in a totally different way, but just a whole radical uh, thing that God has done for us. Yes, isn't it amazing for you and I to receive the fact that uh, the Spirit of Christ um, is on the inside of you? And this is this mystery Paul knew and and what this mystery was all about. It was just mind-blowing. In fact, it is. It's just simply out of this world that God would so desire for you and for me to break through into a uh, my an amazing relationship with him um th- that he would he would give the spirit of his son Christ in you Christ in me so that we no longer rest on what we have accomplished and what we're doing uh but rather our whole dependence upon uh Christ on the inside of me and on the inside of you and then he knows how to make this thing real is such an amazing thing that uh, uh, that Christ can be in you and you don't know it. I know that sounds amazing as well, but it is obvious. And listening to Paul as he wrote, he said, "Don't you know that 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 your body has become the dwelling place, the temple of the Spirit of God, which you have of Him." Don't you know that it's Christ in you? Don't you realize what is going on? It's the same kind of thing that uh, was happening with Christ himself, that uh, people didn't know that God, that the Father was in the Son. Didn't know if you see the Son, you see the Father. Didn't quite comprehend that and understand that. And even though he might teach it and preach it and, and, and live it, he said, look, there'll come a day when you'll know it. Right now you don't really appreciate nor understand what I'm saying to you, but there'll come a day when you will. And the same is true for you and for me. There'll come a day that you and I will realize that, wait a minute, Christ is in me and I'm in Christ. And when you and I really embrace all of what he represents and what that means, that that (laughs) he makes us perfect, your being in Christ uh, is a marvelous thing. It's a miraculous thing. It it uh, it, it it perfects you. It's, it's it's Christ in you that makes you and I perfect, because our perfection is in Christ. Mm-hmm. And he realizes that uh, the way in which he really impacts our life, the way that we actually live, is by us beginning to hear the truth about this, that it is Christ in you and Christ in me. And then we begin to accept that, to embrace that, to say that is right. God is absolutely right. That is really Christ on the inside of me. And then as we contemplate and reflect on and understand who this Christ is that is in us, that he is perfection in every way possible and that God has also given us the mind of Christ his righteousness has now become our righteousness Uh, his all in all has become our all in all to the point that uh, in the next chapter a little bit early on 
And we discover that he is our life. Yes, he is our life. He is our life. Jesus Christ has become our life, and we have become joined together with him. We have become one with him so that we are no longer just ourselves, uh, looking at Christ and desiring to imitate him, desiring to be like him, uh, but rather he becomes our life. He becomes our all in all. And as we embrace this, we find our thinking changing. And then as our minds are being changed, guess what? There's a transformation that happens. It's more than just a new way of thinking. It is now a whole new way of being. It's a whole new way of life. It's a whole new way of living. Because we're no longer resident and dependent upon ourselves. But now we're dependent on the resident on the inside of us, Christ in us. And we're looking to him to do the impossible. Mm -hmm. And it's now based out of that that the Apostle Paul then moves on to, all right, now, now that you know uh, the power and the, the resource, the person on the inside of you, now that you know that is Christ in you, you can now live this abundant life. You can now experience life, Zoe life, as God has it. You can now, <laughs> you can now really be like Christ because Christ in you is just being himself in your body, being himself in you, being himself in me. And Paul was was so concerned, and, and the concern is still valid today as well because this is such a radical uh, truth and such a valuable and rich truth for you and for me uh, that your enemy, my enemy, uh, has designed ways in which he can beguile you and and spoil you and deceive you and steal from you in all kinds of ways that might seem good to us, these are enticing words that he that is used to trap us. Mm-hmm. It's the philosophies uh, of this world. It's vain deceit. It's the traditions of men. It's the way things have been for some time. It's the rudiments of this world. It is everything and anything that is not after Christ himself. Anything and everything that does not in some way, some fashion, some form, lift up Christ, expose him, reveal him, and your relationship with him, your unity with him, and your oneness with him, if it does not in any way does that, then it's uh, it's, it's a warning to you and to me. It's something you and I, have got to look out for and watch out for. Yes. Mm-hmm. He has done a marvelous thing for you and for me, even blotting out the handwriting of ordinances. Yeah, those commandments, those rules, those regulations, uh, he has erased them. He has removed them. They don't exist any law. Blotting them out means that what was once written is no longer there. It's, it's like erasing. It's removing this is what Christ has done for you and for me, the very things that were written. I like how I said the, the blotting out of the handwriting. Yes, the actual movement, the actual writing them out has been blotted out. Yes, has been erased, has been removed. They don't exist any longer. 
These things were against you and me. They were contrary to us. And Jesus has taken them, I like this, it took them out of the way and nailed it to his cross. His cross has dealt a death blow to all the rules and regulations. It has done a death blow. He has removed them, triumphing over them, moving them out of the way. He says, and because that is true, let no man therefore judge you. And he goes along with these religious things in terms of meat. Yeah, what you eat, drink, what you drink, in respect to a holy day. How do you observe certain days, mm -hmm. certain seasons? Yes, the new moon. And of the Sabbath days, yes, there's some person that would judge you because of the Sabbath day, what you do on the Sabbath day, whether or not you're in church on the Sabbath day, in terms of what, what day are you in church? What day do you go to church? Say, let, let nobody, let no one judge you. I like that because it says, which are a shadow of things to come. But the body is of Christ. <laughs> yes, yes. Let no man beguile you, he says, of your reward in a voluntary humility. Listen, listen, a, a false humility of, of you looking at yourself and thinking of yourself uh <laughs> as trash, as nothing, not seeing yourself the way God sees you. Mm-hmm. Watch out, watch out. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Let no man, I, you know, listen, beguile you, uh, trick you, deceive you. Listen, of your reward. How? It, it goes from enticing words to vain philosophy, the rudiments of this world, men's tradition, down to all right, maybe we can get you into a a a false humility, mm -hmm. and get you to a place now where where you're humbling yourself in a false way, and I like this in a voluntary way. That this is going now to convincing you in such a way that you voluntarily. You have your own free will in mind now because this is not the mind of Christ operating. This is this is your mind operating so that now you 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 you, you humble yourself in a false way. Mm hmm. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I came out of a church tradition that did that, that that made you feel less than who you were. Yeah, God's child, God's son, made in the image and likeness of God, but yet uh, because of false teaching, because of just misrepresenting uh, what Christ has done for you and for me, then this tradition, this practice, this religious uh, saying was repeated every single Sunday over and over again. It was a it was a beguiling of all of us, of our reward in a voluntary humility listen and and worshiping of angels mhm <laughs> yes I, I wonder how widespread that is when we lift up angelic beings <clears throat> when we make them more than what they really are the bible says aren't, aren't they ministering spirits sent to minister unto those who are heirs of salvation, you and me, aren't there servants? Aren't there ministers unto you and unto me? And, and we've turned around and, and, and worshiped them, worshiping of angels. Listen, and intruding into those things which they, has, they have not seen, vainly puffed up 
by his fleshly mind, dreams and visions that have been the results of a fleshly mind, yes, intruding, moving into those things which they have not seen. They think they have seen it. They think they've been to heaven and seen what heaven is like and has come back. When that hasn't happened to nobody, no one has gone there. Nobody has gone to heaven and come back. It just hasn't happened. But guess what? Their fleshly mind puffs them up, thinking that they have seen heaven, and they haven't seen heaven at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> remember, remember one of the Lord's teaching was that uh, this man had died and had gone to not to heaven, but to paradise. This is not even heaven. This is paradise. This is a step below. And he, <laughs> in fact, he had gone to a place of torment. He had gone to not even quite hell itself, but <laughs> he, he had gone to a, a holding place ready for hell. And he wanted to warn his brothers a place of torment. He, he wanted to just go, have someone go and tell his brothers that they don't come to that place. He said, no, there's a big divide. There's a big fix. You, no, nobody can go back. No, they got Moses. They, they can listen to him, but they're not going to hear what Moses said. They're not going to believe what you said. And I tell you what, if they're not going to believe Christ when he was resurrected himself, and they don't believe Christ, they're not going to believe you or me or anybody else. No book, no tape, no DVD, none of that. No. He said, watch out, watch out, watch out. Listen, doing all that stuff, a voluntary humility, worshiping of angels, intruding into those things which they have not seen, vainly puffed up by his fleshly mind. Listen, and not holding, not holding the head. That's what he focuses on. It's, it's Christ. It's not holding the head. From which all the body by, for, uh, by joints and bands having nourishment, minister and knit together increases with the increase of God. Mm-hmm. He said, no, you got to hold on to the head. You've got to be connected to the head. You've got to, you've got to honor and respect the head in his place and, and who he is and what he it means to the whole body. It, it's from the head from which the whole, the whole body, all, which all the body. <laughs> this is amazing. That just how important fellowship is. And, and you can see the dangers of persons when they fail to fellowship, when God, encourages us to don't forget forsake don't forget to fellowship don't don't forget don't 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 forsake the assembling of yourselves together don't don't stop going to church don't stop going to fellowship and whatnot like some people have the bible says mm-hmm. and we see why we, we we can you and i can know and understand this is how the body how every part of the body receives nourishment how it increases how it grows in Christ he said from which all the body listen by joints and bands mhm it's how your body moves it's how my body moves it's the joints and the bands without the joints and the bands uh, there'd be no movement there'd be no growth there'd be no increase mhm and so by bands and joints, other parts of the body, other ministries of the body, yes. Mm-hmm. 
having nourishment administered. There is something about the joints, something about the bands that provide uh, nourishment, that is ministered, that is given to all the other members of the body and being netted together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, being one together, increase with the increase of God. God has set, designed, developed, appointed, and sent and placed within the body of Christ parts of the body called joints and bands that have the responsibility. It is like pastors and teachers, yes, mm -hmm, who have this responsibility, joints and bands. But guess what? If we disregard the joints, disregard the bands, disregard the head, if we look to ourselves and think that in and of ourselves, we are sufficient in and of ourselves, we don't realize how the body functions, how the body grows, how it matures. Mm -hmm. And so we count lightly fellowship. Yes. Mm -hmm. We consider it, uh, something that is not that important. And so we feel relieved when we show up on a Sunday morning for part of the service, or we just go every now and then. But we leave out the other opportunities and possibilities for coming together, for fellowship. And so as a result of it, your growth is stunt. Yes, the growth of the body is stunt because there are members of the body that do not appreciate how it is that the body functions, how it operates. I thank God that every single one of us have one so you and I know and realize and can understand how vitally important every single member of the body is to the function of the whole body. And so though you might be deceived, I might be deceived, I might be tricked, I might be fooled in thinking otherwise, God thinks, thinks totally different, and he teaches us, and look, don't forsake, don't forsake. Don't forsake it. Don't stop it now. Don't get tired. Don't get bored. Don't think it's a light thing. Don't think it's just, just something, you know, that <laughs> some burdensome thing. Don't, don't be like that. Remember the, 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 the experience of the Old Testament. Remember those who were in the Old Testament times, they got tired of keep going back and forth to the temple. They got tired of offering up the same sacrifices over and over again. They got tired by it, and some people would get tired by fellowship. They won't see what everybody, what others might see. They won't appreciate the joints and the bands. He said, look, and not holding the head from which all the body by joints. I like this. It, it, he describes how it happens, how I grow, how you grow, by joints and bands, having nourishment, these joints and bands, have nourishment the other members of the body don't does not have it but they they receive it as they are connected to these joints and bands having nourishment ministered and netted together yes this unity this oneness this flow of life increases with the increase of god yes he said wherefore if you be dead with christ from the rudiments of the world wise though living in the world are you subject to ordinances, taste not, touch not, handle not, which all are to perish with the using? Mm -hmm. After the commandments and doctrines of men. Yeah, we'll follow what a man says. We'll follow what a woman says. After their commandments, after their doctrines, what they teach, how they interpret, how they handle it, 
which things have indeed a show of wisdom in will worship and humility and neglecting of the body, not in any honor to the satisfying of the flesh. It seems like it's a good thing to do. Mm-hmm. They have a, a show of wisdom. This is a shadow. It's not the real deal. It's not real wisdom. It's not real worship. It's not real humility. It's not really understanding the body and what the body is like and how it functions, the body of Christ. No, no, no. He says, look, in chapter 3, verse 1, he says, look, if you then be risen with Christ, if you're joined together with him, if you see yourself participating in and being a part of his resurrection, guess what? He says, seek those things which are above. Why? Because that's where Christ sets. Mm-hmm. On the right hand of God, set your affections on things above and not on the things of the earth. For you are dead and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, guess Hallelujah. what? Mm-hmm. Then shall you appear with him in glory. Yes, he's making this transition from, look, <laughs> you got to realize who you are. You've got to realize what has happened to you. You've got to understand your place in the body of Christ. You've got to understand how to look to Christ. You've got to receive from him through these joints and these bands and whatnot. Don't let nobody beguile you. Don't let nobody trick you. Don't let nobody rob you, spoil you through philosophy, vain deceit, the traditions of men. Don't let that happen to you. Hallelujah. But rather, Christ. Hold Christ. Look to him. He's the author and the finish of our faith. It is him. It's amazing. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. Good morning to you. Texas and North Carolina. Good morning, Florida. Yes, Michigan and Auburn, Michigan. The other towns in Michigan as well. Good morning to you. Yes, Wisconsin. Good morning to you. Tennessee, Missouri, Iowa, and Ohio. Good morning to you today. Yes. This is an amazing gospel we're sharing. This is an amazing truth concerning you and me. Christ in you, the hope of glory. It's truly amazing. Make no doubt about it. Yes, 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 yes. You are amazing as well. Hallelujah. 
Because you're made in his image and his likeness. Yes. Don't let nobody steal that from you. Don't let nobody rob that from you. Your grace is sufficient for us. I thank God for his sufficient grace today. It's sufficient for today. For you and for me. Yes, it is. Thank God for the freedom that he has set us free. It's the truth that sets us free. Yes, it is the truth about Christ in you, the hope of glory. Yes, the truth about him being head over every member in his body. And if you're a member of his body, that means he's the head of you. And you look to your head for all the nourishment that you'll need today. Find yourself blessed with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. Guess what? It's in Christ. Yes, you are complete in him. And God is presenting you perfect in Christ. There is no perfection that exists outside of him. That's why we live in him. He lives in us. God a shout today. Give God a praise today. Don't let this month go by without you giving God a great thanksgiving, a great rejoice of, of great rejoicing of praise and thanksgiving for him. Because he's working all things together for your good. Yes, he is. <laughs> 